Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Cover to Cover. It's another week. Uh, we made it through. Hope you are having a good week. It's Thursday. We released these on Thursday, although we taped them on Wednesday. And the reason we're taping this one on Wednesday, we normally tape on Tuesday, taping this one on Wednesday because we have a very, very special guest. And Jen Kerman. Kirkman. Kirkman. Oh, was it Kirkman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for years I thought it was Kerman. No, that's oh. said someone else. And she's the star of a Chelsea Lately. Thank you. Is that show still on the air? It, uh, it's not. It's no longer on the air. You know what? I'm sure you can find some repeats on YouTube. Oh. You know what? It's such a fun show. So fun. Who was your, one of your favorite guests on that show? Oh, probably David Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh, he was fun. Yeah. He was on my Anyway, everybody, oh, that okay. is Jen Kirkman. You. Do you know her? She's a uh, comedian, <laughs> superstar comedian, two Netflix specials. Thank you. Both, both author, uh, two books, Mm -hmm. two books, uh, both New York Times bestsellers. I believe Maybe they just were one. All right. Well, one was what do they know? the other ones you fuckers didn't buy. So that's your, that's on you. Yep. Um, and, uh, and what else? And then you wrote for Miss Maisel for a while. Yep. Season one and two. Wow. Good show. People love it. People love it. 
quit that job for no reason. And now like you're doing podcasts <laughs> in Koreatown. <laughs> what a career trajectory oh. she's had, huh? Look at her go. Uh, and last night you did a show over at the improv. She's got a show. She does all, she's out on the road. She plays thing. fun places. She does like uh, bar shows on the road. Not bar Not, shows. You know what I mean. No, you don't play like, like comedy clubs. clubs though. You like rock I clubs. I do both. I do both. Do you? Yeah. I was just but in you Salt don't Lake do like City a, at Wise Guys. You don't do like a Thursday to Sunday. Yeah, I did. I do. Yeah. Portland, Helium, Wise Guys. Wise Guys in Utah. Yeah, I do. I mix it up. All right. Mix it up. Isn't anyway. it, isn't it exciting, everybody? Another guest, another guest. We've had Steve Marmelstein, another friend of Jen Kirkman's, in here. I want to say that I have been listening to this since day one. I'm the biggest fan, and you were my we writing partner at Chelsea. My I know. People we were, don't realize how close we are. We were, we were very, we were like, uh, yeah, salt and pepper. <laughs> I don't even know what. Two people. We were together every day on the show, and you, and then I moved in next door to you, did, like different building in, in real life. In yes. real life, yes. yes and you, for, right. I, for the longest time, I said I want to live in the neighborhood you live in, and you said. Well, I don't know anything. Don't you're not moving there. And then you had to finally break down and tell me they were building a brand new building next they, to yours. Yeah, they finally built a very nice and new so building. And you're in. still in it. I'm still in it. That's very exciting. Yeah. Totally. So what we do here, Jen, is uh this is called cover to cover. Mm -hmm. Now the the uh original idea was to actually go cover to cover in a newspaper, you know, basically, I don't know if you know how newspapers work, Yeah, you, you know, oh, first page, couple of pages is your big news stories, whatever they may be. Maybe they're depressing. Maybe they're not. Then you got to kind of get in some entertainment league, fluffy stuff. Page six of the New York post. Yeah. Then you get into like sports at the end. We did a little, little sports up front. We've kind of gotten away from that because honestly, if the story is big enough, otherwise it's not that interesting to my yeah. listeners. Um, and then of course I was going to do the New York post, but then I realized the New York post, it leans very to New York-y. Like it's like, this happened on the corner of Madison and 63rd. True. So I, that wasn't good. Yeah. So now we just kind of take, it's just become a mess of stories <laughs> in the beginning. And, uh, and then we do some other stuff and talk about fun things about our life and whatever. So I've been loving your childhood stories. My childhood stories the are fun. The 70s music. Thank you. Yeah. The 70s oh, music. Had, that came enough. out of a weird thing that Alex and I, Alex is here as well. Alex Khan, everybody. Hello, He's hello. here. Um, and we were doing some weird stuff about songs. And, and then I think the first one we did was Edmund Fitzgerald just saying that he was playing a song from like today. Yeah. And I was saying... That's a good song. You can't get laid to the record of Fitzgerald and that, that's how it all began. I love, well, I just remember sitting with you and you would just bust out these stories like, oh yeah, I took some, it's always some guy's basement. Like last week you're talking about the headshots. You have five more stories five about more. that I know. with different guys that were like, just come over shirtless and help me move boxes. It's almost <laughs> to the point where I've stopped telling him because people are like, there's so many. And I'm like, <laughs> I know I, I'm starting to look like the idiot now that I fell for every one of them. Listen, you didn't know. And there was no internet then. There was no me too movement. That's what I tried Why to say. Why would you not believe someone? It's very hard with no internet to read to check fact check anybody. Mm -hmm. You just, mm -hmm. you just took everyone at their word. You know, people didn't know. People, I didn't know. I had so many experiences like that. For Not years bad, and years and years, uh, a guy we went to high school with James Sullivan was his name. He told everybody he was, uh, uh, a, a, a native American for years. He told everyone he's native American, Yeah, but his name was James Sullivan. And he looked like a Irish guy. Yeah. And, but there was no way to fact check. So you're like, I guess he's Native American. But now he's, we've we're learned he's not. One of my sister's ex-husbands used to say he was Native American. I'm like, I'm looking right at him. And he's, <laughs> right. he's blatantly he's not. not. But yeah. he was, you couldn't correct him because he might get mad. Everybody was really into the Native American. Everybody had a um, part, you know, Cherokee or part, whatever. Yeah. Uh, after like Dances with Wolves, I felt it became really big. <laughs> like people were into it. But when they were the buffoons on F Troop in the 70s, nobody was, mm -hmm. you know, raising their hand going, I'm African American. 
Do you ever watch American. F Troop in the seventies? I mean, not sorry. Oh, Native, uh, Native American. American. I know what it is. I don't think I watched it growing up. It didn't, no more, no more erasure show ever made than F Troop. Uh, <laughs> it was about American Indians fighting with you know white people, uh, and the the theme song said "Pale Face versus Redskins." <laughs> What? I've never Pale knew face and red skin. Anyway. <laughs> sounds fantastic. Oh, it was fantastic. And, and they would shoot it out like in Malibu or whatever. And that would be like the wild west. And, uh, and it was all, it was all white people playing the Indians, but they just put some, oh. you know, some bronzer on their faces. They're not going to reboot that on a oh, Thursday God. night. Like I, they I, did I, with all in the they, family. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a little, I enjoyed watching it. Did you watch it? No, but I heard it was great. It was good. It was good. The Jeffersons was actually a little bit better. I thought because just because it played better in this era of whatever, for whatever reason. And I thought, I thought the act, I thought they all made an interesting choice of doing impressions of Carol O'Connor and of, and of, uh, you know, George Jefferson oh, than did. just doing it their own way. Yeah. Like Jamie Foxx was good, but he was doing a full on impression of George Jefferson. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Well, With that's what they were least. doing. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. They were actually really good and they did very well. So you'll probably see more coming. Hey, Jen, mm-hmm. you ever, uh, you ever think about climbing Mount Everest ever in your life? So you go, I'd like to climb Mount Never. Everest. Never. I was, I, two things I don't think I'll regret on my deathbed, okay. that I didn't have kids and then I didn't climb Mount Everest. Also it's funny. You mentioned that another story I read yeah. about women single and childless are happier than uh, the other way around. hundred percent. I mean, okay. I don't mean that's, but a hundred percent I saw that. But don't we see this, this, uh, this come out every two years or yeah. so? I feel like, see, when I was growing up, I didn't go to nursery school. My mom was like, you, you don't need to go to school before this school. Like she, you <laughs> right. just, we, we, he, I'm life is nursery school. And that is true. So Good we would point. go into the city. We'd see musical theater, New York city. No, Boston, the oh, city, you can't like city. Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would like, you know, I, we played badminton. We did all kinds of things, but all my neighbors, there's four old ladies across the street. They all lived alone. Right. They'd all been married. All their husbands died and they were happy as clams and they never talked about their husbands. And we did latch hooking and we watched game shows. And I just thought this is what happens when you grow old, your husband dies and then you're alone and you're, so they had no kids, but their kids were older and didn't live there. You know, like probably 40 and lived in Connecticut. And I just, it seemed normal to me to be by yourself after a certain age. My grandmother was the same way. And so then as I got older and there's this whole notion that like, you couldn't be happy unless you had kids and a husband there. I was like, I've seen it. I've seen these women watching prices, right. Having the time of their lives. I still watch prices, right? I know. Do you watch with the Drew Carey uh, prices? I haven't been able to. Why not? Yes, you have. There's just no reason why you couldn't. It comes out at 10 a.m. <laughs> no, I and mean, you're doing nothing but sitting I on the I mean, couch. emotionally. Oh. Like, I have time. <laughs> um, emotionally, you can't handle Drew Carey? I, I think I just miss Bob Barker. Like, it's same thing with um the the real creepy guy that, that everyone doesn't like. But what I liked about him was that he was creepy. Richard Steve Dawson. Harvey. Richard Dawson. Oh, Richard Dawson. I liked that he was kissing oh, right women on, on the, the lips, lips in front of their husbands. I, I love <laughs> that. Yes, that's how he would greet you on the show. How you doing, baby? You want to hear my impression of Richard Dawson? Yes. I, years ago, he used to do an impression of him, but nobody knew who he was. So like, why is he talking like that? Yeah. So, oh God, no, I'm going to fuck it up. He goes, we asked for it. I, I'm not going to be able to do it. Damn. We asked for a, a oblong fruit and you said a grapefruit. <laughs> it's not. Show me grapefruit. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's and, good. And then he would come up. That's a terrible impression. I used to have a really good impression. Of him. Do you know that he married one of the contestants? Did he? So the, all that kissing paid off. Yeah, there was one girl and she won like, you know, at the end, like when he's holding your hand and it's just you alone. Yeah. Against the scoreboard. I mean, 
there was a quite att- attraction between them. So they got married. He was a real player, apparently, Richard Dawson. He was Who out there. Who would it be? Yeah. He I'm, was out. He was like a 70s, like almost a swinger type of guy. Good. I, that's what he said. So I want to watch him. I want to watch Bob Barker. Uh, I used to think the mo- when I was growing up, the models on Price is Right, I was like, that so glamorous. Like I want to be oh, yeah. like them someday. They were all getting their asses grabbed by, I know, that by sucks. Barker every night. I the know. one girl was on it for 50 years and now I forget her name, but Diane Parkinson. Yes. That I is thought that her was name. the coolest name you could have. I actually met her one time. What? Yeah. She, when I was working at Mirabel, she, she was married to like some wealthy man later in life and she Good came in her. a few times. That's oh. when she was suing. She went up eventually suing somebody and getting, cause they, yeah. they just threw her out to pasture when she got older, but she was going for a long, time. Yeah. I know. I don't like the Bob Barker was a molester, but I try to love the game shows, miss them, miss like the, but now they do them again on ABC and they're still kind of fun. I think yeah. match game with Alec Baldwin is the funniest show on television. It uh, He's I, fantastic yeah. at hosting it. And the people on the panel are fantastic. Watch it. If you ever get a chance, I think I, I think I will. I think I'm jealous. Like I feel like I should be on that. Although why would I be on that? But, well, I, t- I saw Ron Funches was on it. <sighs> You're as big as Ron Funches. He used to be my opening act. They, even better. You know who else did it? Oh. Caitlin did it. Really? Yes. I don't believe any of this. What? <laughs> she did not do match Yeah, game. she did. She did match game. Is Apparently they pay a lot of money. They pay like 50 grand to come and do. So what? Caitlin was up there and, uh, you know, and Caitlin's dying to be funny. She's dying to, you know, be Oh God, a, I never thought of like, that. You're right. She's dying to be a comedy act. So she was really putting on the shtick heavy. Give me an example. Like, uh, you know how match game is. Yeah. It's like, uh, so Dracula, instead of biting her neck, he bit her blank. Yeah. Boom. You know, and uh, and you know, he's doing all the mugging and stuff while he's trying to write something down. As you, everyone knows the show, right? Yeah. You do a lot of mugging, and then you finally get it. And he would a lot of bits in between, like before he would show his actual answer. You know, what, what, like I can't think of anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything. I'm just imagining how you but. do like a funny face with all that work. <clears throat> Well, that, well like, God, and he had to work before the work, you know, I mean, yeah, he was yeah. already halfway well, this is there. What, like on Chelsea lately, we would make jokes. Now I'm, I know you like to call Caitlin him, but I'm talking I about. I don't like to call him. I know him. you get don't confused. Don't say that. You get confused. He, these people are coming at me you already. No, yeah. I'm saying, but I'm talking about when he was him, when he was Bruce. Right. He had so much work then that we would make jokes to his face right. on the show. Went right he to came his in face. and did the show. He did a judge lately and you dressed up like yes. Bruce Jenner from the we, 1978 Olympics. And he sued Olympics. me for uh, doing a bad impression of him on yeah, the show. That was, that the, was the lawsuit. That was the sketch. And yeah. we and Chelsea was like, what's up with your face? And why do you look like a woman? And we thought it was just the kind of like Paul McCartney, like you age into an old woman or you get right. work done to look younger, but you end up looking more feminine. Yeah. We had no idea he was actually transitioning. We would joke about it because it seemed absurd. We used to call, yeah, say as a joke, he's transitioning in yes. the opening monologue. And stuff. also to All his face. The time. And he never seemed yeah. upset about it. Right. Was probably like the closest he got to like coming out about it and was probably delighted him. And with Chris Jenner standing right there. And I think we I think I've talked about this before on a, on a previous podcast, but he was very manly too. Remember mm-hmm. he was telling us the OJ story yes. and, and how he, you know, he he confronted Robert Kardashian. Yes. Uh, he had a this is so funny because I never really knew the the like trajectory. So it was like Chris and Robert got divorced. I thought he died and that's why they weren't together. No, anymore. no, no. Yeah. yeah. So they got divorced and then she started dating and, Bruce. 
Bruce. And then Robert was still like kind of stalking her and calling right. her. And he never liked uh, Bruce. No. Robert and then Kardashian. and Bruce told us this story. It was like, it was like, um, back to the future. And he's like, get your damn hands yeah, off. He like, had to like go to, go to his house and yeah. say, listen, motherfucker, stay away from Chris. And he, he was so excited telling us he was getting all like blustering. He's like, and I went over there and I was like, Listen, yeah. man, like this is, and this is a, this is when it's Bruce, when he's Bruce, it's Bruce, but the year before the transition. So Ooh, maybe he, a couple more, but, it, but the transition began. But his I face think. was basically getting more and more feminine. Right. And so I was like, this is such an interesting combo, but he was like a man and like talking about sex and like he's the world's greatest athlete at one point. So he's not, you know, I mean, that's a guy who's a man, man, a man's yeah. man. But do you think if he wasn't running from the woman inside of him, would he have been able to win all those awards? Like that was his motivation. Like I'm running so fast from the truth. You think that's just, well, that's a great that's my psychoanalysis, but I have a lot of free time, but these are things I think about, but can well, I tell my Bruce story really quick? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Bruce and I, we went to some, I don't know why you weren't there. Maybe you were and you just were like in a different part, but there was some, I can tell you what it was. What, the it, E it, night it, it, it of stars. It was like 25th anniversary of E or something. It was their 25th yeah. anniversary party. And we had, we, you know, everybody who worked at E at the time was invited and nobody, nobody, none of the real stars none went. None of the big like, stars None of the came. Kardashians. It just, or, no, it was just the cast of Chelsea lately. I don't even think Chelsea went. And then, but Bruce was there. Yeah. And he was probably trying to get out of the house, like, because so he was there and we were talking about something out. I, I won't get to, too political, but President Obama had just thrown. He's a, a bit of a Republican guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. President Obama had just thrown a terrible pitch, like the first pitch of the series. Or right. And Chewy was there and Chewy was talking about how he was going to throw a first pitch at some game. And Bruce was giving him tips. Right. And I was like, this oh, is pitch. Yeah, this is oh, the God. dumbest conversation. Like, what you want to do, Chewy? And I'm I'm right. a pretty good athlete and, you know, going on about who he can throw a pitch. Right. Chewy doesn't know who anyone is. So he's like, oh, right. you do that? Chewy you know? has no idea it's who Bruce Jenner is. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I'm fascinated with the mo world's most ridiculous conversation between the two most opposite people yeah. you've ever met. And then he said something. I said, well, Chewy, as long as you don't do it as bad as Obama just did it or something. And Bruce kind of liked me after that moment. He was like, that's right. And I said, but, you know, George Bush threw an amazing pitch and he was kind of a ridiculous president. So maybe it's like right. the, the better your pitch, the worse your presidency. And he goes, what? And he goes, <laughs> Excuse oh, me. Okay. And Chewy ran off. <laughs> and he told Chewy to run. <laughs> Got into a scooter and rolled away. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm not going to be here for this. Bruce, this is where like a little bit of the woman came out, I think. It was like <clears throat> Dynasty. We were right near a pool on a rooftop. We were on top of the rooftop yeah. of the London Hotel here on, uh, in Los Angeles. He was in my face like I'm Linda Evans and he's Joan Collins. And he's just screaming at me going, President Obama is the worst president we've ever had or whatever. He's ranting and raving, yeah. but I'm like, I'm about to fall in the pool and he's got like a glass of wine in his hand. And I was like, okay, sorry, Bruce. I was just kidding around. And he was like, eh, damn liberals or whatever. And then he walked off and I was like, now, interestingly enough, I was going through a divorce at that time. And when in my last year of marriage, I was so angry and just screaming at politics on the TV. You so fucked I, Bruce after the party? I did. You went I followed did. him downstairs. I was the last woman he was with. No, oh no, he's with <laughs> Cindy now or whatever he's with. No. But he said, uh, Sophia. 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 I said to myself, I wasn't really that angry at politics when I was yelling at my TV. That was having a personal life crisis. And I remember coming back to the show and reporting. I think Bruce is transition. I remember saying right. that I said, he's angry about something deep down. And I said, I have a theory that when all the girls are in the kitchen getting made up and glam squads, he's like, I want to be doing that. But yeah. he couldn't imagine a world where he could actually come out and do and it. And they had him, they, they would like write 
plot lines for him, you know, on keeping up yes. where he was like chasing a chicken around the living room. Remember? Cause I remember they had nothing to do with Bruce. They're like, just get a chicken as a pet yeah. and have him chase the chicken And he'd around. be doing that and they'd be doing their thing. And I think he was like, I want to be with the girls. Yeah. And so now that's a pretty good theory. I now he is. And I felt like so happy for him. And I wanted to uh, like run into him and say, Hey, I, you yelled at me once, but I forgive you. And I understand why. I don't have any problem with him. I would love, sorry, her. I would love to, (laughs) I would love to run into her one day. Oh my God. I I say it all the time. It's going to happen one time when I'm in Malibu, but uh, I'm I'm looking. You should go on like a Caitlin hunt. He's more up in the hills than I am. That's all right. You got a car. I know. I'll I'll, I'll find him. You can pretend you're lost. I'll find her. All right, go on. Speaking of being up in the hills, we're going to go back to Mount Everest. The reason why I bring (laughs) Mount, no, no, no. This is what we do on the show. It just goes all over the place. But the reason why I bring up Mount Everest is because they're dying in record numbers on Mount Everest. Yeah. They're trying to climb it. <clears throat> now, apparently it's very expensive to even be a part to get, you know, one of these packages that leaves it's Nepal, Mount Everest in Nepal. Uh, I think so. it could be. Nepal. I, I know it's, it's very far North yeah. India. It could be, it could so be. And, in the, Nepal and they also. call them the Nepalese people. Yeah. So this is their only income. As a matter of fact, today is like a, a national holiday in Nepal. It's called Mount Everest day. So we're doing this on perfect. Oh day. my God. Um, and, uh, and now these millionaires, it's $30,000 to even start. You know, up I had no idea ever yeah. that it would cost to get it. to Sherpa and whatever and the whole thing. So uh, apparently, from the base where you begin, it's already you can't breathe. It's bad. You know, you're very yeah. high up, and and then you begin to walk up. And these people who've never done anything before, they've never walked to Seven Eleven in their in their city, let alone walk <laughs> up down. You know what I mean? Like So now, have you seen the lines? Yeah. Okay. So this it's is fucking crazy. This is what I don't understand because it's not like I've ever been looking at pictures of Mount Everest before. Right. So did it always look like that, or is it? This because I always picture it. You're alone, and that was what was so scary about it. I think it used to be that way. Okay, so I don't know. It looked like I mean, no one's going to get this reference, but it looked like Runyon Canyon in Los Angeles, this place where everyone goes hiking. It's just like models and dogs, and it's you're never alone. (laughs) No, and so it looked more crowded than that. It's crazy, and I just thought. But this is what I, okay, so this is what I don't get. First of all, if I were to climb Mount Everest, which I don't think I could, because I even get dizzy in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, 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 right. But I'm like, wouldn't I want all those people there so I wouldn't feel so scared and alone? Like, what is making them die? Why is it so crowded they're dying? apparently coming down is killing them because you're waiting too long in these lines and you can't breathe. You have no air up up at this altitude. so if you were alone, you could just kind of skip down faster without waiting to go down. It's the waiting because you're waiting for, there's a long, it's like a Disneyland ride. You're waiting for a long time. Got it. Up and back? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I believe you go up and then, I don't know. There's different, you know, places people, and then if you die, yeah. what they do is they just tie you to like a rope on the side of the mountain and all the people now walk past your dead body <laughs> on the way down. And they eventually, I think they go get some of them, but some of them, they just leave them up there forever. Your family's got to pay them. They do. Them they, they pay people to go, <laughs> go back up and get them. them. Yeah. Wow. I would just say, leave it. It's what they wanted. <laughs> There's a guy who just died who yeah. was like very famous mountain climber who's climbed all the you know high peaks and whatever. And he did that. They were just like, that's what he wanted. Yeah. Just he leave just him died. up there. Now I read something and it was just a headline, something about the poop is 
freezing and it's hurting something. Oh, on it's, her. it's yeah, melting. It's, it's melting and it's it's uh, rolling back down. Uh, this was on another mountain, though. Oh, that's not Everest. This, yeah, no, it, oh, they're, they're 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 concerned it might eventually happen on yeah. Everest, but this is happening on what was once Mount McKinley in uh, in uh, Alaska. Oh, it's okay. Called something else, but then uh, I confuse it. Well, and it's rolling they, down back down the hill. Why don't they just say, "Listen, we're gonna." Well, I guess they need the money then you're saying, because that's why they they're the letting money. them. That's, yeah. It's that's why they're letting them country hike. And this is their only money. Why don't they just, I think that they should double charge so that you half it, like charge t- 10 times what you're charging now. Yeah. And then only half the people could afford to do it. And then now you've half the people. You want that line to be, get out of there. You put like a, like a, like a heavy black woman who works at Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> who can keep a line moving. You know what I mean? Like a, works the morning at Dunkin' Donuts yeah, yeah. in an airport and keeps the line moving. You put her at the top yeah. and keep that line moving. Or like a New York guy that runs a coffee cart. Like That's he's it. not asking he's how your day no is. got no time for your bullshit. We yeah. gotta, this is, a, we, this is our morning rush. We got to get these people in and out. And, and I don't know if anyone who's listening, if you haven't been to New York, if you go to one of those coffee carts, you put your 50 cents down and you go. There's no There's make no, change. No, just hurry up. I love go, it. Go, 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 Same go, thing go, with go. the paper in New York. Oh, if yeah. you get like the New York Post or whatever, you put the dollar down, you're gone. There's no chat or whatever. No. Oh, I don't know. I'm never going to Mount Everest. It doesn't interest me. Okay. Now- on the same Mount Everest story, there's now in the last week, there's been three stories about that basically uh, should tell all of you people to just go out to comedy clubs. If you want fun and you want to do, you know, adventurous things, go out and see Jen Kirkman performing or me performing yes. at, you know, this week where when you're listening to this, I'll be at the La Jolla Comedy Store in La Jolla. Oh, you I'll be there Thursday night, Friday night. No, wait, no, sorry. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night in La Jolla, California. doesn't get any better than La Jolla, California. Mm-mm. Kick off the sun with me. The weather's not quite as really that nice perfect. yet. It's like a perfect time. It's a little Good. cool Go at, night. at night. Go inside and watch me instead of climbing a mountain. Or like this woman who was stuck in Hawaii. Did you see this? She went no. hiking by herself. Yoga instructor, cutesy girl, goes by herself. They just found her. She was trapped in Hawaii for two weeks in the, in the wilderness. Go by yourself. And no, with no phone. What? They found her down a ravine. Um, she walked off and they, but they found her two weeks. She, she was gone. I can't. She's alive. No. Oh, I was going to say, they find her. <laughs> no, no, no. She's alive. Yeah. She's alive and actually in good shape. Usually when you're found she's in a ravine, oh, she's alive? it's not good. Yeah. Oh, she's alive. They found her alive and oh. she was on the Today Show this morning oh, good, talk, oh, good. talking all about her. So that's another thing. I, 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 when I go on my crappy little hikes, I take my phone, my license and my inhaler. And you're also, in, <laughs> but you're also like in the middle of Los Angeles. How far could, I know people have fallen down, uh, maybe not in, in where the one you were just talking about, like yeah. uh, Fryman Canyon or whatever, but they've fallen down in Malibu and they haven't been found for, well, I'm not even worried about falling. I'm just worried about fainting and then having someone walk by me, they can go, Oh, let me, Oh, there's her ID. I'll, br- I always assume they'll just bring my body back to my apartment. And then, who would, yeah. What would they do with you? Cause you don't have any like family close. No. Who would be your, your, uh, you, I think. Would I be your ice? They I guess it? so. But my phone is locked and I don't know how to unlock oh, it. No. So they, I'd have to come pick up your dead body. From, I think my building manager might have like a couple phone numbers. So they bring <laughs> well, it there. And then the I have to tell you right now make, though, yeah. I would depends on the time of day. Of if, like if you were at 5 PM and you were Runyon, yeah. I'm not going over If I'm dead, I don't care how long <laughs> it takes you. If I'm not dead, I'm assuming they'll get a paramedic. Yeah. But I'm always concerned. Like, I remember, like, what did I do before phones? Because I used to go on long walks by myself. 
But now I, I would seem so strange not to have my phone with me just right. in case or to like listen to something. I, I don't know what she was thinking. Well, without that, I phone. think she was, she said that she mistakenly didn't bring the phone. I oh, think she okay. left the house and it was just not there. But I mean, if you're going to get stuck somewhere, Hawaii's beautiful. And, and I think the weather doesn't get too cold at night. So I think that's why she, oh, I'd be afraid of spiders. I think that was, like, there was a little bit of that. She wound up falling and hurting her leg and was stuck, oh. but they, they got her. Oh, so, speaking of rich really quick, Vincent price passed away this week and I don't really know Vincent price passed away. Oh, that's right. Sorry. 30 years ago. He did. But there he was, for some reason he was trending on Twitter because it was his birthday, even though he's dead. Yeah. And I went and watched the old Brady bunch episode with where Vincent Price. Yeah, with Vincent Price where he was like had the tiki yes. and he, he was tying up the boys and like keeping them hostage in his game. I'm like, that would not be was a that show. the Hawaii episode? Yeah, that would not yeah. be a show enough. So I just thought of that. That's right. He is in the Hawaii episode. Yeah. And you also live by the Brady Bunch house. I don't I no longer live in that area, but you live right by the don't Brady Bunch house. Scream out my business of where I live. Well anyway, she lives now by the Brady Bunch know. house. Okay, uh, I do. And they just said on today's show that it's done. The Brady Bunch really? house is finished and they showed some pictures of the inside. But as a person who lives by it, and you can attest to this as well, it is not done. Fake news. Drive past it today. They still got the fences out Yeah, because last week they had all the construction yeah, going all on. construction. But apparently inside is done. And then what am I supposed to do with that? Just go take a tour? Or am I no, not it's for a TV on? show. It's a TLC, one of those, uh, and all the best people from those shows, like yeah. Property Brothers and, you know, Flip or Flop, they all work together. And what, what they did was they took all the, I guess they're all alive, all the kids. The yeah. parents are dead. Mr. Brady and Mr. Brady are dead. But they took mm -hmm. all the kids and they each each got to decorate one room with their, with their, with oh, the property. Cute. Yeah. Like Bobby Brady was with the property brothers and they did the basement and. So whatever. that's going to be a show. And then once that's over, the, the house just sits there, <clears throat> which I'm very shocked that they let it, let it happen in studio city, which that, if you know, that area is a very nice neighborhood Yeah, and those people are very, it's a very quiet neighborhood. And I don't think they want all the no. around that house. Cause it's right amongst regular houses. I should just move into that house and live seven. Well, there was so. a lady living all by herself there. That's the woman who was there for 25 and years. She was an old lady. And old someone lady broke in, broke in the back of the house. Yeah. She didn't even know. She, she's yeah, she was like in another room. She was up in Greg's attic. <laughs> He, he was down there causing trouble with Tiger because, and the Tiger had some flea powder on and it gave him a um, itchy note. Remember that episode? Of course. Yeah. Itching powder in the sleeping bags. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the same episode. They thought they had to get rid of Tiger because, um, he, had fleas. because he was making Jan uh, allergic. It turns out it was just the powder and they, they could keep Tiger. I that was later episodes Tiger. when they yeah. brought that kid in. Oliver. That, Oliver, yeah. yeah no That's when it thinks in. You <laughs> know, Kristen Stewart, you have familiar with Kristen Stewart, the work of Kristen Stewart? I'm a fan. Are you? I think she's gorgeous. Are you a fan of her latest look? Do you hear what's happened to her? I think- No well, eyebrows. Shaved her eyebrows oh. off. They're gone. Hot look. Hot look this summer, everybody. Oh. Say bye-bye to eyebrows. Kristen no. Stewart's not doing it. Why'd she was she out do on a red that? carpet doing some red carpet thing yes last night or something going to somewhere. You know, she's like a model now. She's, you know, on the on fashion oh, forward. Weird. Very fashion forward gal. She's lesbian. She went lesbian? I think she's I, I think she she's a lesbian. lesbian. I think she's she with a woman. A, married a gal. Stella Maxwell. That's right. Oh, they girlfriend? might be back together. Yeah, I don't think she's married. Are you, it, oh, these girls are gorgeous. They, I love young uh kind of like grunge wear like lesbians you know what i mean like both look kind of rock do and roll you see the no eyebrows what do you think there well, it is there's the picture no she's eyebrows. got tons of green eyeshadow on yeah and she looks really glamorous so it's hard to tell that she doesn't have eyebrows until you blow it up 
But see, that looks good on she her because she's like Bowie. In so it. she yeah. actually bleached them. Oh, is, is that what, what it she is? did? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. If you zoom in, you can see them. I saw a girl the other day who had a black one and a bleach blonde eyebrow. Oh, okay, so to, people having fun with yeah. eyebrows. What eyebrows might be the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to be careful because I did this. Okay, when the pixie cut was a big thing, I remember that. You see pictures of it and you go, "That looks good." If you're a model. And then and a year later when they're growing it out, it, it looks, looks awful. awful. Yeah. And no normal person looks good with that. You have to be like on a red carpet and also a model. You're saying you have to be a model for the pixie cut or, so. or the eyebrow to look and good. And the eyebrow. Yeah. So it's like people are going to start doing this, but most people don't. She's a hundred percent styled and in makeup. And also she's gorgeous and interesting and already famous. You can't just be like, I'm Melissa and human resources and I'm bleaching my eyebrows. Like you're going to look horrible with your yeah. like JC Penny yeah. blazer and whatever else. It just doesn't work for normal people. I, I, I include myself. Agree. In that, like, yeah, yeah, I'm in show business, but I'm a comedian, so I don't have the glamour. You can't to, be. You, no, you can't. If you if you're too glamorous as a comedian, people just all of a sudden they don't pay attention. It, yeah, they don't like it. You have to be one of them. That's why I had to quit modeling full time to be a comedian. <laughs> yeah, as did I. Uh, so yeah, well, now it's another woman. Are you familiar with the work of Miss Star Parker? <laughs> she is a um, no. She sounds she like form- someone on Price is Right. You you would think so, but she's not. She's a former congressional candidate for in, here in California. I guess she was running for Congress, California. Oh, which uh, I've since learned that uh, we all know this. But in politics, is filled with completely insane people, especially yeah. when you get president president enough. But go even going down to like uh, local politics, completely insane. No, based on nothing. You don't have to have any. High school diploma, yeah. even I don't think to run for it. Yeah. So this, this Star Parker is a, a, a frequent Fox contributor. Uh, she's on Fox News a lot. Talking okay. About, she's you know very right wing, whatever. And uh, she was recently on a radio show. Uh, do you have it up, I Alex? It, and yeah. uh, and uh, she says that in on this radio show it was a Christian radio show. She says the LGBTQ familiar with all those like lesbian, trans, gay, gay bisexual. bisexual. Um, questioning and questioning queer. And, yeah. yeah, queer. Uh, questioning or queer. Yeah, it's, whatever. I think it could it's be both. both. Anyway, uh, she says that the B stands for doesn't stand for bisexual. It stands oh. for bestiality. <laughs> bestiality. And they and they keep. They're, it's a secret. They're not telling anyone yet. They're gonna let let them be more accepted in this world. And then oh, they, once they're fully accepted in this world, it. they're going to release it. Here, can we have a little, oh wait, my we have God, a clip this is of amazing. Her. We have a clip of Star Parker talking right now. Amazing. Notice they skipped over the B. And there are some that say that this B is going to bombard us with real vileness in our society if they get what they want, because it's not about bisexuality, it's about bestiality. And mm-hmm. so therefore we need to be aware of these things and we need to start fighting them now. And She's we right. battle in the voting booth yeah. as a okay. Okay, thank you, Alex. Alex, Alex great part. job on getting that queued up right at the right time. Wait, okay. So that, so she's saying. So the the there is no bisexual. Well, it, yeah. it sounds like she's almost saying, "I'm fine with bisexuals." <clears throat> so we'll have she, to remember yeah, that yeah, right, for, right, for right. when this bestiality thing never comes out. What she's saying is, get yourself to the voting booth unless yeah. you want to see people fucking cows and whatever. And I think before we we went to air, you yeah. were saying now in bestiality, is it is it. You're like, like, what is she picturing exactly? Right. Like, are what you animal? Tigers, <laughs> or are you fucking like 
docile farm animals that think, are just going to take it. Well, let, let's see, see. It's real. I think it depends on your personality. You know, we you see these right. women with difficult men. They're trying to tame them. You're like, that guy's a player. He's never going to settle down, honey. That kind of woman would go for a tiger. <laughs> and then uh, I'm so, getting a pixie cut. I'm going to bleach my eyebrows and I'm going to go fuck a tiger. <laughs> and then someone, someone who doesn't want all that drama, they'll pick a cow. Right. But like in bestiality, Okay, so are you a lesbian or a gay who's into bestiality? So you only have sex with the same gender animal? Like, I only do male tigers, and I'm right. a gay man. Or like, who's... Oh, that's a good question. I don't know what... I don't know. She hasn't thought this through. The other thing, too, is like, what... Why, they're obsessed with having sex with animals. That's all they, people they, who are afraid of gays. Talk they immediately about. go from once you, yeah, yeah. I think once, you talk yeah. about this in one of your specials yeah. on Netflix. I, when when they immediately go from if you give them gay people rights, they're, they're going to start fucking animals. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I say I don't care. I don't get. I don't see the jump. I I don't see the jump either. But if it happened, and this is one of my old jokes, if you marry a cat, I'd rather go to your wedding than if you marry a person. <laughs> It's super fun. Oh, can they have a cat wedding? The, well, I'd say Mr. Mittens in his tuxedo. He's been ready for it his whole damn life to marry that cat. And <laughs> Mr. Then they, Mittens, is, is this your sister's cat? Or it's just a made-up cat. Just a made-up cat. She does have a cat named Mittens, but it's a girl. She's not a lesbian. Excuse me. Oh, hasn't fucked it yet. She hasn't fucked her cat yet. She's yeah. not gay. But I think that like... And then I say the cat lives, what, only 10, 11 years? You have so many cat husbands in a lifetime, like Liz Taylor. Yeah, that'd be. F <laughs> but, oh, I recently watched. Oh. oh, I was watching a Studio Fifty Four documentary on <gasps> Netflix. It's not, not great. It's okay. It's not yeah. great. It's basically just showing a lot of pictures. Oh, and uh, and they and they interview some photographer who take a, took a lot of the pictures of people coming and going in Studio Fifty Four. You know, Studio Fifty Four was op only open a year and a half. That's no my way. one takeaway from it. I was like, yeah, I had no it idea. It was only open for like, like 10 years. 18 months. Yeah. Oh, wow. From beginning to end. I had a lot thing. done in I know. Months. It's crazy. Wow, what a, what yeah. a, yeah. So anyway, uh, this photographer is an old man now. And, and, you know, of course they have him open his box of pictures and he's going through <laughs> them and he goes, and this one here is fat Liz. And he's, oh got, he's got Liz Taylor when she was, you know, <laughs> drinking and drugging and she's a you know, big giant. You know, she doesn't look anything like Liz Taylor. Yeah. And that was, uh, he keeps calling her fat Liz throughout it and he can't stop. He's like, here's folks. a photo of a Chris Frangiola without a shirt and a jean jacket on. <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, I wasn't around. I was so jealous of studio 54 days. I don't I'm know if I would have been accepted jealous. in, by the way, I don't know if you, there's a, we have Steve Marmelstein who's been on this show before. Uh, yeah, his father was, was a bit of a, like a bit of a, not a player, but he was like a invested in stuff in, in New York city. Yeah. And he they worked lived in the in Fashion industry. Yeah, fashion industry. And apparently his father had given um, some money to Studio 54. He made a very small investment oh. in Studio 54. And Steve was like VIP to get what? in there. So little, little, little Jewish Steve, <laughs> as every as, as as Mick Jagger waited in a line, Steve would be whisked in. And he went in. And he would go in. And this they, is so they funny. Like a, they had like a table for him. What? Like the Mr. Marvel scene right this way. And he goes, Me and my loser friends, who never you know, wouldn't even we wouldn't know anything about Studio 54, yeah. but would be whisked in past you know, A-list stars and they would be whisked right in because his father uh, gave five think grand. He ever told me that because do you remember when we were in Sydney, Australia with Chelsea lately? Yes. We all went to this like late nightclub after and the bouncer looked at Steve and went, not you and wouldn't right. let him in and we had to yeah. like, we had that's to- That's when he told me. Oh, that's, that's so when, funny. That's after he was rejected from several <laughs> bars and just, 
By the way, if you have, if anyone's ever been to Australia or be listening in Australia, which I know some of you do, uh, you guys have very weird racist and, uh, and they just flat out will tell you doorman at bars, like you're ugly. You can't come in here. Yeah. They've did it to us a bunch and in Australia and not just Steve, like me and several others. I believe it's one like time Vegas. it was Bondi Beach. We were trying to get in Oh yeah. and, uh, Heather's wouldn't even get in line. She's like, fuck that. I know they're going to tell me I'm too old. Go home. So she, <laughs> she just, she just went home. She's like, I'm done. I don't want to hear I it. I spent a lot of time in Melbourne, like for comedy stuff. And it's so different there. They don't do any of that. But I forgot, like Sydney's really like cosmopolitan, like snobby. And, yeah, like, and like, I don't think we realized that when we went, because we're from LA where you think it's like the worst of all, but it's really not. No. It's yeah, that we're, place. We're pretty is accepting like, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there, they're like, no, you can't. They, poor Steve, but they're like, like four different places. Remember he finally lost it? Yeah. He was like, this is a stupid country. <laughs> and then he, and then he, but he realized he shouldn't have said that. And he goes, beautiful, but stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, anyway, here's the, this is where we are. Have you seen what Miley Cyrus is? Oh, did I talk about Miley Cyrus already? No, no. but oh. you did show me off air and I, I'm going to throw up, but you have to play okay, the sound. I for guess. Your yeah. If you could get it up and maybe Alex would play a little of, of, of it's, it's okay. But now Miley Cyrus, I guess has a song. What the thing to do now, when you release a song, Jen, if you think about releasing a song, this is what you want to do. Okay. You want to have some sort of lead up to the release date. Uh, recently it was done by Taylor Swift. It was always dropping on and it was, little she put out little clips of you know coming soon and yeah. the other girl did it too the little one who always has a ponytail looks like, i can't tell if she's ariana grande i can't tell if she's 45 or 14 is it ariana grande? Yeah, ariana yeah, grande, yeah, yeah, yeah that one she did it too like they lead up to it like Got drop, it, yeah. you know release date so now this is what miley cyrus is doing and she her song is coming out i think tomorrow 31st whatever yeah and she's releasing little videos on instagram and whatever else of her just eating fruit Ugh grossly eating fruit like rubbing it all over her face and do you have it up alex yeah you the sounds okay. let, are now, let, so, you gotta hear it and i think i have to take my headphones off are you hearing that yes yeah okay Oh, and it just it, restarts. It, that's my. Am I not getting this? Going. Is it supposed that's, to be sexy? Is she supposed to be is, looking like oral sex? You. Is it? Yeah. Well, there's several of them. The first one, she is actually like blowing a banana that's covered in glitter, and it's not as <laughs> it's not as slurpy as that one. Yeah. This is the one that was released last night, where she's just uh, really going at like strawberry and rubbing them all. And now. Miley Cyrus is, I think, very talented. We, we've actually met her a few cool. times yeah. and she's been very nice and she sang live on Chelsea Lately and like was, you know, no no track or anything. It was amazing. Yeah. And uh, so she's talented. I'm going to give her that. But sexy, I don't know if I would I would categorize her as sexy. No, because I still think of her as a little kid. And then also she's got this kind of like, like almost like a young boy and her just like, yeah, hey, everybody like, right. It's, it's got like just long, not like yeah. womanly to me. Right. If you I'm, don't think of her as a little kid, watch her eat fruit. It's gross. <laughs> she apparently doesn't know how to There's eat fruit. There's a bunch you know of it. Smears it all the over. There's B. like five of them on, on yeah, her Instagram. They're all leading up to this release. LGBTQ of, stands for banana. They're trying to have sex with fruit. <laughs> we could tell, somebody tell Star <laughs> Parker. Yeah, it's not about this. It's yeah. bananas. Yeah. Berries. <laughs> she trying to normal. I, we gave them gay rights and now yeah. they're having sex with now fruit. Now that she's sucking down fruit. Well, I wonder what is, is it anything to do with her song? Is it called like summer I, fruit? Is it called sangria? What if it's called uh, sangria? There was a song called sangria. There was? Yes. Alex, Alex is going to get it up right now. As we continue to talk that about That would be this, a great. There's a song called sangria by, 
Oh, oh my God! Who sang sangria? Is it, new or old? it was the guy from uh, The Voice, wasn't it? That's a good sangria title. Wine, sangria wine. It's the <laughs> worst great. song oh, ever. Really? Oh my God! Put so you said the from The Voice? Night. I've got no Pharrell. I've got, got Pharrell and Blake Let's Shelton. Okay. So I Blake Shelton. Like, okay, so we could do both. Let's give us a little Pharrell sangria. Sangria wine. Sangria by Pharrell. wine. You don't know the song? No, I'm okay. old. This you'd you'd suck food to this song. You take a strawberry. Honey says she wants somebody to break her own problem. Look at this stupidness. Hey, here goes. Oh, you have fun to this. Look at you're already dancing. Jen Cook was already dancing to this. She eventually says something. I'll dance to this. Sangria wine. Okay. With my little then, hand movements. <laughs> That's not a bad song. Okay. So okay. The I'm glad and what's a Blake Shelton version? Blake Shelton has like a country song where he says you're sangria. You like sangria. That, I think it's a different song. You but look they all like they both soaked came, overnight in the fridge. <laughs> but they both came out. Nice song. Nice. Very different singer. Yeah, they both Aren't came they out both around the, the voice, same though? month. Yeah, and they're both on the voice mm. and they both yeah. But sangria is red hot right now. I mean it's uh it uh. is a hot we used to serve it at Mirabelle. We were like the first people to really serve it. You just pour shit Carlo Rossi, like shit wine yeah. out of a jug into, you know, fruit, put a little honey, a little maybe sherry, and then you you know, you're off and running. I make a good sangria punch. When Do you I've really? Had, yeah, I used to when I used to have people over and I was more social. You've had I've you I've been invited over to your house once or twice, mm-hmm. but it's after we're already having drinks and then we get to your house and you accuse us of robbing the place or somebody's <laughs> robbed the place or every time we get there you're like there's someone for everybody stop there's been a break in and it really hasn't but she's had a few in another place uh, our favorite I'll tell you a little backstory Jen invited we were out drinking me her and Jiffy Wilder another guy from Chelsea lately and Jen's like come back to my place now we've been drinking all day at this point Jen says I'm gonna set up my Christmas tree it's around November. I wanted you guys to help me with it. Yeah, we were going to help her with the Christmas tree. And (laughs) Jen goes to the closet where I guess she would thought have kept, she would have kept the Christmas tree. And she says, because it was a, you know, the plastic. Yeah, like a play, you know, artificial tree. And she says, somebody stole my artificial (laughs) tree. My housekeeper stole the tree. As no, but no, they didn't. Nobody stole the tree. You just didn't bring the tree. I live alone. Yeah. Yeah, And it was my first Christmas in the new place. And I don't even have like a housekeeper. Or like a Alice the maid. It was like, yeah. you know, a cleaning service. And I'm like, they stole. <laughs> and, like right. and she was like <laughs> fingerprinting me and Jiffy and everybody was a suspect. <laughs> Nobody leaves. It's a clue. Nobody leaves and this then, house till we figure out the, who stole this Christmas tree. And then like, I realized like, yeah, I guess I didn't move it into my new place. And I'm like, I gotta go get another one. Will you guys help we me? We were going to go get it that night. Yeah. yeah. And then you were like, no. It's and then you midnight. guys just left. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think I sobered up and went by myself like right before Because you do put up your tree in like October. I don't think I'm going to do that this year, but in the past, I usually put it yeah. up on Halloween night. I know that's weird, but I like it. I, I like know a few it to people be, do that. I like it to be Christmas as long as possible. Well, that's fun. Jen came equipped with the story, some newsworthy uh, stories. This is called Adventures in, in Old People. This is the only place I can bring this kind of business oh, to. Oh, please. We would love it. I, I was looking on Twitter and the, I was trying to find stories for today and it said actor Kit Harrington checked into a luxury rehab for from stress the, and alcohol. Thrones, yeah. yeah. And I didn't know cause I don't watch that show. And yeah. I thought Pat Harrington from, from <laughs> the seventies show Schneider. one day at a time. Schneider. Schneider, yes. And I was like, Oh, I'm glad he's trending. And then I was yeah. like, Oh, it's not him. Well, and I was like, Oh, that guy's name is Kit Harrington. So all I know about him is he has those big crazy coats that look really cool. Yeah. He for a big fur, but, uh, his character on game of Thrones. But I have nothing yeah. to say about his, I mean, I actually kind of get it. Like it almost reminds 
reminds me when Chelsea lately ended, there's that nervous feeling of like, now what? Like, this is my whole life for seven years. You know, I get that he's like depressed and probably just having a hard time. Yeah. He's an English guy who's going to a rehab in, in Connecticut. Uh, it's 120 stress. grand a month. I'm like, you know what? 120 grand a month. I'm like, just, geez, just lock yourself in the bedroom. Exactly. Just go yeah. to an AA meeting. They're right. free. Like, just have like a, what can they do for 120 grand a month? I guess it's luxury, but it's like, get a hotel. I don't know. It's weird. But anyway, I just thought it was funny because I thought it was Harrington and you're the only one I can tell that to. Pat Harrington like, would what? bust in uh, to the one day at a time. That was Bonnie Franklin, who at the time was probably 32 years. I think and she, act, I think she actually was 32 years old. I think I, I've read that, that she yeah. was like almost, you know, not much older than Mackenzie Phillips, who played her daughter. Yes. Uh, Valerie Bertinelli with the other daughter. And, uh, it was single mom. Once again, I, I think that was also a, uh, the same guy who did, um, I think it was Norman, it was Lear? Norman yeah. Lear. Yeah. He always did like edgy stuff. Even in the seventies, it was like a divorced, you know, yeah. world that she lived there with two kids. And, uh, so he was like, really like, we wouldn't do that now. No, he's ahead of his time. And Maud, like, yeah, th- that whole, like I'm a feminist 50 year old and I'm, she was like on her second marriage and right, right. talking about like abortion, abortion and, and like civil rights. I remember and, they did an episode of all in the family with, with where, Edith was raped or, or yes. almost like a, he tried. And this was like, she there's three off. channels. This is your Saturday night entertainment. Right. Everyone was fine. Everyone loved it. I, I loved it. And I yeah. watched it when I didn't even know what it was. I was watching when I was seven years old. <laughs> like it was like appointment television at the oh, yeah. house. We went at, we would, uh, we would love, we loved candid camera. I don't know oh, if you remember yes. that. And it was Alan Funt he used to, you know, like embarrass people on camera. Yeah. And then it would, I think that led into uh, all in the family. And we just thought that was so And we funny. watched Lauren Welk, it was like, that's what you do. You watch polka. You don't like it, then you don't watch anything. Right. And you, you had no voice to go on and go, I don't like any of it. You, yeah. you didn't go scream about it. This no. is the problem with everything. I, I know everybody says this, but now we have to hear from everybody about, I don't like somebody, some woman wrote. Well, look yes. at all the Game of Thrones people. They're like, I don't like how it ended. They should have consulted the audience. I go, excuse me, the TV writers are consulting right. you idiots. Like right. we tell you what's yeah. going on. You people are watching America's Got Talent. Why would we consult you about anything? The well, people with millions of dollars of skin in the game should go and talk to the people who spend yeah, $10 yeah, a right, month. Right, right, I'm yeah, like, let, I'm sorry. Let's, let's you didn't, talk. I mean, I don't watch the show, but I'm sorry they didn't like the outcome. It's like, that's life. Right. You know, t- tough crap. And it ended the way TV shows end. And by year eight, every TV show kind of loses its, you know, and, and then you just wrap it up. Yeah. And the sitcom world, that's when you bring in a baby, your the, cousin. Oliver. Right. Your cousin. Oliver. But I'm really into what you're saying on the podcast of like, you have to leave the house and go do things. I, you, I've just recently stopped doing Postmates and I do like Amazon subscribe and save. I'm you, like, so Jen. I save 5% to have all this shit delivered to my house. Like right. I'm going to start going back to CVS. Like I, I have to. Right. And I'm inspired and I'm not famous. I can walk around. I'm just being lazy. You, so you, you get, you get groceries delivered to your house. They're not groceries, but it's like, like you CVS know, stuff. like your toothpaste, you know, like once a month refill everything and it just comes automatically. Oh really? Subscribe and save on Amazon. But it's a pain because I have this giant box and I have to unpack it. And I'm like, forget it. I'm just going to go to CVS oh. as needed. And, and you have like six receipts. of them right by your house. There's yeah. literally at your by where you live, there's a CVS across from the CVS. I, I know it doesn't Ventura make any Boulevard. sense. And I'm like, oh, I yeah. can't drive down there. But it does uh, bring me to the next thing I want to talk about, which isn't a story per se. But that's okay. But it's just that like my newfound appreciation for Keanu Reeves. I know you've always been on board because uh, you met him and he was wonderful to you. Man. But he did, this is an old story from like a month ago, but 
there was a plane that was diverted and Oh, great story. Yeah. Sacramento, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it was diverted to a different place and they, they were had coming to, take, to Burbank. They were I coming think, to Burbank yeah. and they, the plane wasn't going to crash, but it could have been. What had happened was they were leaving. I think it was San Jose. Yeah. They had some problems. They had to land in Sacramento. That's right. And then they were grounded in Sacramento and go ahead. And Keanu Reeves sort of took over at the airport and was like, how are we all getting back to Burbank? You know, like, and they had a shuttle arranged and he could have just taken a private car service and right. gotten the F out of there, but he didn't. And he rode the shuttle bus with people and he started just entertaining them by reading facts about Sacramento out loud on his phone. Now, if that wasn't Keanu Reeves, he'd be like, shut up, you crazy person. But he was really nice to people. And then I've just, I know he's been doing a lot of press for John Wick, but I think he's never looked better. And I yeah. just keep hearing cool stories about him. Like there was a video of him going around just sitting on the subway in New York city. And he lets people have a seat. And he let a pregnant a woman have a seat. And it's like, I can't go to CVS. Like, who am I? You know, like, so I was on basic cable five years ago. Like I can go to CVS. He's, he's a movie star. Yeah, I see him around a lot. He's always driving his motorcycle around town. LA. He used to hang out at Timmy Nolan's a lot on Riverside drive. Oh my to, God. I'm going to start Timmy hanging out there. Yeah. Um, and I met him, you know, a couple of times in Tokyo. We went, uh, That's, yeah, I, I went to hear Tokyo this. to work on a, Back when Chelsea, like toward the end of Chelsea, they were hiring us to do like a promotional things for movies. Yeah. Uh, so, and they would fly us to uh, the site of where these movies were shot. In the case, we did Fast and the Furious and Brad, myself, Brad and um, Chewie flew to London. <laughs> sure. Then we flew to Tokyo. And in Tokyo, we hung out with Keanu Reeves because it was for a movie that I forget the name of it. He was playing like a ninja, uh, like a big Japanese. Ronin? Ronin. Ronin. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. it. Yeah, yeah. He was playing a Japanese uh, fighter or whatever. Uh, and he's like the sweetest person, so much so yeah. that we were supposed to do sketches with him. Where, I don't know if you watch Chelsea lately, but we, you know, Chewie was the butt of the joke. Yeah, they're uh, pretty uh, dumb. Yeah, and he wouldn't, he's like, I don't, I'm not comfortable making fun of him. Like and we, I him, never knew and this. we were giving him lines, like say this, oh you, my you know, basically we're saying like, say you're stupid to him. He's like, <laughs> I'm not going to say that to him. He seems like a very nice person and I won't do that. That's he, a great impression. And and it was nice that we were like, wow, he, he's not going to be mean to, <laughs> we, we, you know, we were so angry and mean at the time. We yeah, were like, we were mean. Oh my God. We're like, that's I so can't nice. believe nobody will mean to, it's chewy. Be mean to him. He's a Mexican midget. <laughs> It's, he's ripe for meanness. Uh, yeah. So amazing. Amazing. Anyway, I just, that's all I have is I just have a lot of love for him. And you saw his answer to the Stephen Colbert question that really, you know, went viral all over oh, the place. Stephen yes. Colbert asked him about, you know, what happens when we die. And he just like off the cuff said, I know the people who love us will miss us. It was so deep yeah. and so sad. Yeah. And he's yeah, oh. sweet guy. Just a one of the good ones, you know? I listen, every time I start singing someone's praises, they go rape everybody up in here. And so I don't want to, I feel I like know. I have bad luck I, with I that. I don't want to hear bad things about him. I know. I cannot handle it, but I don't think there are any. I think he keeps himself pretty Thankfully. locked away. Thankfully. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not been me too or anything. Have, I hope not. I hope not too. And now somebody's going to write on the Facebook wall. I met him one time. He <laughs> grabbed my pussy. You know, like, I don't want to, don't, please don't tell us if he did. I don't, we don't even want to know. Keep it to yourself, sweetheart. Yeah. I can't have any more. Yeah. Go to therapy and leave us right. out of it. We've already lost the gor gorgeous uh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> we don't want to lose more. We, we lost oh. pock-faced Kevin Spacey <laughs> and Harvey Weinstein. We don't want to lose any more beauties. <laughs> no. Oh, my we God. We didn't lose anybody good. We're like Charlie Rose. And, you know, the only one, you know, the your friend, Lauer. 
Oh, Lauer. I was say, he, uh, uh, Jen Kirkman used to date Matt Lauer. No, I didn't. No. But you know what's funny? She was on Tonight Show with him. I was him. on the Tonight Show you with him. You have a him. great picture of the two of you sitting on a couch together. He, all right, this is my little hot gossip. He was on the Tonight Show because he had just kind of gotten Ann Curry pushed out. And so he was coming on to- Ann po- Curry? Yes. Oh God, yes. So he was Hank coming Curry? on to like apologize and they wanted someone funny, in quotes, to come on after. But he was so charming and beloved that it wasn't that controversial. People were like, okay, great, he apologized. Like they didn't need me to come on. Yeah. like, hey, Jay, I don't want kids and whatever my shtick is. But he was watching and laughing and being really nice. So this weird thing happened. So Jay was like, yeah, you guys got to stay. And um, there's a band playing. And so we all stand on the stage and we're on camera. So we got to watch the band on camera. You can't go anywhere. We're like, okay, great. So we're watching this band. I don't know who they are. I'm too old. They're like, right. you know, and he turns to me and he goes, you probably love this band, but I'm just an old man. And I felt like a sexual vibe Ooh, between us. And I went, hot. I went, hot as fuck. I went, I'm 40. I'm old too. I don't know who they are. And it just killed it. Done. Oh, I like, no. over. he just like leaned back and then just kind of like, didn't talk to me the rest of the time. Once I said I'm 40, he was like, bye bitch. You could have gotten a dick picture. Apparently the thing was his dick pictures. That's what he was doing. He was sending him to a girl. Oh, I don't care. Worked. I would, ra- I thought maybe we'd go to a steak. Like in my head, we were going right. to go to like, and I don't even eat steak, but we were going to go to like a steakhouse after oh, and get drunk on right lots of sh- wine. I, I swear to God in my head, I was like, it's on. Not far from where they shot um, that tonight show with Jay Leno was yes. Riverside drive Timmy Nolan's you probably could have seen Keanu Reeves ah, and shit. Steak with both oh my god can you imagine Keanu Reeves. if I went with Matt Lauer and then he starts like being molesty and I'm like get out of here Keanu you Reeves creep. comes and, and he saves him John Wick just <gasps> you get away shit. from her <laughs> <laughs> oh god John Wick's it comes in yeah that'd be fantastic my life in my head is so anyway much did you have anyway. fun on the uh I hope the cover I, to cover podcast I hope I was okay I did, how do you feel it went like we did we we didn't we didn't I didn't give you like personal stories or anything which is fine we had I'm sure the stories. fans might be upset. No, they won't. They're fine. They, they like all of it. They like to hear from you. They know you from like Juicy Scoop and stuff. Yeah. So they're well, excited. I, I mean, I think we got some of your personal stories. I mean, I, there is one I want to bring up, but I think you told me I'm not allowed to. No. Well, I, it'll, I'll probably tell it in the future. The balloons. Just do that oh, one Oh, yeah. Sunday. I'll do that one. I'll, I'll yeah, tell you that one. It's a good one. story. That was one of the lowest point of my life. Um, <laughs> I, I, and, you know, and that, it, I talk about working at Sizzler on here. Uh-huh. And this is after I've been fired from Sizzler. I'll, I'll tell the story at a, at a yeah, future. Yeah, tease it for another time. Yeah, for future. It just involves Chris <clears throat> trapped in his car on the 101 with a bunch of I was catering. I was I was him. catering at the time, uh, also doing catering parties and bar. Oh. T- you know, really sad, sad. sad. Next and now, week. now most people, you'd say, "Oh, you're 22." No, I was like 38. Like I wasn't. <laughs> I was way too old to be doing these things. Yeah. And I had to bring balloons to the party, so I had to pick up balloons and. I'll tell you next week, next week. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my God. Uh, what we like to do now, Jen, oh, I yeah, I'm you, excited. You listen, we do a song comparisons for what, no reason at all. Other yeah. than the fact that, um, Alex is, is much younger than me, but it doesn't, Alex is not really into this music either. And Alex is into like Jim Croce and shit, but <laughs> it started, we, we make him the guy who's like, this is what I listen to. But yeah. he, you know, he does. So for fun, we just make it that way. Uh, the one we're going to do today is it, it's gotten a little heat on social media and I don't know if it's necessarily in the charts, Okay, but it should be. It's a uh, Paris Hilton. You remember her? She's got, oh yeah. She's got a hot, nope, a hot, that wasn't it. Sorry. She's got a hot new song out um, now called 
my girlfriend's ass or something. My, and I think she's best doing friend's ass. My best friend's ass. Now she had done music before. She I did think. one about the DJ. I'm a DJ. Yeah. Something so like that. This is not far off. <laughs> okay. the, she, instead of uh, the DJ, she's talking about her best friend's ass. And Kim Kardashian's in the video. So remember they were friends for a yeah. while. That's how. Wait, so it's a song about Kim's ass. It's kind of how uh, Kim Kardashian became known. She was like, yeah. she, she was reorganizing Paris Hilton's closet on. The, she was like, right. wasn't, that, wasn't she like a closet organizer? Yeah. For she a while? was just like her assistant, maybe yeah. too. Or her friend, like one of those friends that rich people are like, you're my friend, but you're going to do a lot of stuff for me. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so anyway, this is, I guess they're back together and and, uh, Paris Hilton's out there. She's, I see her on. An excuse to be fucking rude. What promoter are you with? As if I even need a fucking promoter to get into this. No. See, now stop it. No, we were just talking about this. Yeah. This is like talking about clubs and stuff. They're non-existent. They're not, there's no clubs anymore. Yeah, this is So sad. Paris Hilton must live in some world where, you know, she's obviously, you know, in the bubble. Yeah. Uh, and she's thinking that you still need to talk to the guy at the door to get into clubs. I couldn't th- tell you a club in Los Angeles like that you would have to talk to. Oh, is she like 40 now? Is she still doing this life? I think she's 40. Let's go, go on out. Yeah. Let's hear a little more. Is that Paris Hilton actually speaking? Yeah. Popping bottles. That's so old. Remember the days of, of, yeah. of, of a table service? Like bottle service? Yeah. Uh, we, we would get bottle service a lot in our Chelsea Lately days. They would set up like a thing with vodka, cranberry juice. And I never loved bottle service because I only drink wine. So I was like, can we get some wine? I love a Chardonnay. <laughs> I always had to go get up anyway, get my stupid red one. Yeah. But let me say one thing. Do you know where I think there is a club still is like where Vegas. Lindsay Lohan is like Greece. Oh, Greece. Yeah. Like is she, she influenced by Lindsay's new, what? you know what yeah. I mean? Is she trying to get back in that? Like, Oh, I've, Lindsay's got that beach club show or have whatever. Have you watched it? No, I don't even know when oh, it's on. I'm too stupid. It's, you would love it. Okay, I'm going to watch you it. You know, there's a, there's a couple of gay Greeks running around going, we need to shut this down. And Lindsay Lohan comes walking in like, what's the problem? Yeah, <laughs> and she has voice. no restaurant, you know, uh, expertise uh, at all. I'll watch she's that. She's going to solve the problems. It's the greatest. So this is a song about Kim's ass? I can't stop looking at my best friend's ass. She's like, you, you, you people in this club do whatever the fuck you want. I can't stop staring at my best friend's ass. This seems so sad and like, Kim, help me get relevant again. We'll, we'll talk about all the same old things. Bottles, your ass. It'll be yeah. just like 2001. That's what it is. It feels like, it feels very 2001 to me. Hashtag girls on the grind. Hashtag. It's just like. I love you. Do you have a key? It literally sounds like a 60-year-old who's never been in this scene, like, wrote a song what they think. Is she doing it? Like, is this tongue-in-cheek? Or or is she for real? Like, I hope. I don't know if she knows what tongue-in-cheek is. I think think that half the people will take it like, oh, she can't be serious. There's no way. And then the other half will be, like, young people who weren't around for her heyday. And they'll be like, oh, this is great. great. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm not even realizing that maybe it's retro for young people who are like, they didn't see it the first time and they think it's cool. Let me hear it a little more. Yeah. Boys everywhere trying to make a pass, but I can't stop looking at my best friends. Ooh. Did I go home with the broker dude or the chef guy? The chef. Oh, that's her talking. Yeah. yeah. You just follow me on Instagram. It's kind of cute. Oh. Uh, Delete that off of your story. Oh, it's just like people talking no. over a beat. 
I guess we could have done that. We could just put a beat behind this episode. And should I go home with the broker guy or the chef? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, go home home with the the chef. The broker sounds like a dick. I already hate that guy. And is it a chef or is it a cook? Big difference. Huge difference. Yeah, like the chef owns the restaurant. The cook just, uh, you know. I think she's rolling with chefs. She's not rolling with the cook. I don't think the cook. Yeah. Unless it's like the cook at the club. Hi, me. Are you uh, willing to go home with Paris Hilton? I don't know Paris Hilton. She's no. Me no go. He's getting on the bus. You know, His car just 2 broke down. He's getting on the bus after you know breaking his sixty-five oh and breaking his back, picking up bus trays all day long. Should I go home with him? Me no want to go home with nobody. Very long day. I picture Antonio long from the improv. From, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Her father turned me in. I yeah. don't want to. <laughs> I don't have my There's papers. There's no fun for me. No, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> All oh. right. Now, Jen, uh, we asked you to bring a song and you brought, what did you, what did we decide upon? Um, well, if well, I'm going to, Alex gonna, is going to have to get it up. So. If I'm going to go dancing, go, so. if I'm going to go dancing, this is what I want to dance to. Like I want singing and music. Now, where and, do you stand on, you were around the seventies, yeah. you were a young person out there in Boston. Did, was it, did it, did it, I mean, is the soundtrack of your, in the summertime, where did you guys sit? Do you have a transistor radio? We sitting had, where, where did you go? Lake pool? Where did you go? You know, we never really went anywhere. We went outside in the backyard, in the backyard, in a, in a kiddie pool, like a wading pool. Right. And you would go sit in that. Oh, no. And then we get out. No, it was loved it. Yeah, we get out. Okay. And then you like put tin foil all over yeah, you and like yeah. try to get a tan. And I'm like seven doing this. And you're you sitting know? on like a towel in and the I'm backyard. I'm sitting on a towel with like oil all over me. And I just loved, I mean, I loved it. I just, so we, transistor radio is playing. Yeah. We go transistor. What we would do sometimes take, um, we'd put on records and then the speakers used to be movable, but they were giant and, and it was they had the long cord. They weren't cordless. They yeah, were attached so they had to pull them and you would pull them as long as you could and face them outside the Some window. White tra- that's real white. Tra- yeah. yeah. Outside the window. And yeah. we, we would lay out and do that. And it would, it would be the Bee Gees usually sometimes Zeppelin, but like more for like yeah. the Bee Gees was really yeah. See, what we, the Kirkman's we, What loved. we've done here is we've, we've done the quirky 70 songs, you know, yeah. like the weird ones, Captain and Tennille and stuff. And that there is some joy in those. And then we would, we started doing like some foreigner and some Rod Stewart, which you're like, Oh, these are actually good songs, but still having fun. Yeah. So like doing a Zeppelin is not as much fun as doing what you're about to introduce us to, which was, uh, Andy Gibb, who people, he was not in the Bee Gees. Now the Bee Gees had already hit. They were, they were huge at this point. And this guy, Andy Gibb comes along and this is what late seventies. And this is what I say. Now these people became famous on talk shows. They would just do a circuit of Mike Douglas and, and, uh, and, uh, and Merv Griffin and maybe Johnny Carson, but you would run home to that. You became oh, yeah. famous from those shows. We would appointment TV anytime one of those was on something, right. and all those guys were my crushes. Like those those oh, feathered God, hair, gorgeous, gorgeous shirts on buttons. Was a guy named Rex Smith. Do you remember Rex? Smith? No, he, he was basically like a ripoff of of. Uh, Andy Gibb. I remember as a child thinking Andy Gibb was the most attractive per- thing I'd ever you, seen. You were right. I'm talking guy or girl. I was like, yes. this is the most attractive thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes, I like agree. Like that hair, everything about him is fucking gorgeous. Gorgeous. And he sang some songs. He had some hits. He was this good. this is one of them. Oh my God. I'm dancing right now. Let's hear it. It's called, what is the name of it? I want to be your everything. <gasps> I want to be your everything. I don't know where he's going to start. Start right at the beginning. Here we, we go. Give it to you. We give it all to you. Oh. For so long, 
Okay, so now you're you it's probably 77, 76, 76. This is earlier yeah. than 77. This is probably 76. You're laying in the backyard covered in aluminum foil. I mean, years after that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 78, 79 when I'm 5, 6. Right. And you're asking for your love, we'll turn the key. Oh my god, the voice. I would wait forever for your lips of wine. He's okay. waiting for me. Waiting for me to grow up. Now, uh, I'll give you a fun thing to do here what? in Los Angeles. Uh, there's a, we have a, a right by your house. It's actually not far I went last weekend. Where, Forest Lawn Cemetery? Oh, no, Oil Can Harry's. I went disco oh, dancing. No, no. Oh. oh, that's good, too, though. No, Forest Lawn Cemetery, uh, right up the street from your house, is where all the celebrities are buried. Like Marilyn Monroe's up there, and it just, they're not, there's nothing special. You're yeah. walking, and you'll see, all of a sudden, you'll see Stan Laurel from Laurel and Hardy just buried in a regular grave. And sure enough, I'm walking one day up there, and there's Andy Gibbs' grave. No! Yeah. Right there in Forest Lawn, Andy Gibbs. Died very young, coped, coped himself out. Yeah. Victoria Principal used to date Victoria Principal, who was absolutely fucking gorgeous in the seventies. Big tits. One of the last things he did before he died Big was he tits. did a guest star on Give Me a Break. Give Me a Break with Nell Carter yes. also died of drugs. She did. Yeah, yeah. Give Me a Break. I want to sing the theme song. Give Me a Break. I sure deserve. I remember it. my Get mom. Me pull out all the stops. <laughs> yeah. My mom waking me up. Jennifer Andy Gibb has died. <laughs> <laughs> like at breakfast it, did. it was sad I remember seeing Barry Gibb t- Like they were very close The, yes. the Gibb brothers I love that I remember I was in woodshop class Sixth grade And I was right. like Guys Andy Gibb died today I was freaking out Everyone was like Who the fuck is that You weirdo Like no one cared or knew You, you had to make take woodshop What were you making in woodshop Do you know what you made I Mine was terrible. I made just the shape of a whale, and I just like put a circle where the eye would be. I was like, here. Is that it, still something that hangs in the Kirkman household? No. I no? I was like, I'm using a fucking saw that I'm putting my hands near. I know, like, it was so I, I was. I knew then. I was like, I don't need to do this. This is not something you'll use. I said, I'm, I'm not making a thing. I'm going to just slice yeah. this in half and call it a whale. And I, yeah. I was like, I'm not doing it. This You're is weird. Like tiny who's fingers. Out there making cabinets. No. You know? And I was taking piano lessons at the time. I was like, I could chop my fingers off. I, yeah. I was angry at the stupid rules that we had to follow. There was a lot of weird rules yeah. that you had to take. You had to take like metal shop or. And I'm wearing goggles. I'm like, I shouldn't have to wear protective goggles at school for anything. Then I don't need to be doing this. Dancing to this song. Give it. Let me have it. Yes. I mean, come on, everybody. Hey, why don't you come see me? Uh, you know where I'm at. Frangiola.com. This weekend, I'm in La Jolla. Then I go to New York. You have to sell these fucking New York shows. Then I go to... You uh, have to. And then I go to the, the casino, the um, Comics comics Roadhouse oh, yeah. in Mohican Sun. Then I'm at a fun place called Lucy's Laugh Lounge in Pleasantville, New York. And I'm on, you know, Brokerage Comedy Club. Now, give us... Give us um, Asserta back. One more Andy Gibbs song. What is this other? Shadow other? dancing. Yeah, shadowed. Now I always say to people, when you go, oh, I'm in New York, but I'll see him next time. The next time is determined by right. how we well That's we do exactly this time. what I keep trying to tell everybody. Yeah. They, you they, might not be write, next time. Right now, like if I don't sell Long Island, I'm never going back to Long Island. Yeah, That's they'll it. be like, not no, because I don't, I don't want to. They won't have me back. That's right. It, it, this so I, I don't tell sell people Brokerage this all Comedy the time. Club on Wednesday night, June fifth. Everyone's like, it's a Wednesday night. I'm like, so what? This is it's what I do. The summertime. The sun doesn't go down till nine o'clock. Get out of your house, you fuck. 
and skip your Saturday night that week. So just reverse it. Saturday night, stay and fold the laundry. Sit Wednesday down, night, party. Down, and reverse it. Man, what's that song? Oh. Put your thing down, flip it, and reverse thank it. That's you. a little bit of that Missy misdemeanor. Miss, yeah, that, thank you, Alan. Didn't someone just say that in another song? That oh, no. Woman, that woman in the park, there's a video of a viral of her singing. There's some old lady singing it. I love it. Yeah. Well, can I what's tell people? This? It's just Andy Gibb and Everlasting Love. Oh, okay. Yeah. People, I want people to come see. It doesn't conflict Where are you? with your shows. No, I in August, I'm in Minnesota, Minneapolis, Ooh. and I'm in Nashville nice and Birmingham, Alabama, and Athens, Georgia. I mean, I'm going down south, people. You are Birmingham, a good city. I'm gonna give out abortions You're going to Alabama, after my show. You don't give a shit, right? Well, you know, the boycott. They don't lose anything if I don't perform. No. You know, it, it right. But it, some poor lady who's being forced to carry a baby. You know, she can laugh at my show. Yeah, come <laughs> laugh at your show. Maybe the baby will fall out accidentally. Exactly. While laughing at your show. I think everyone should come. go it's see Jen be fun. Kirkman, everybody. If you haven't seen Jen Kirkman perform stand up comedy. She is truly uh, one of the best. I oh, mean, just so, nice. so funny and so quick and off the cuff. And, you know, you do you do that? You're off the cuff. I still do that, right? yeah. Not, I like to open up with what happened that day. and That's always the best part. Yeah. Do you, I, now how, why do you feel about helium? Are you familiar with the helium shortage here in America? Oh, they meant the comedy club circuit. So no, no, forget helium. Run, we're running out of helium. I, this is like the biggest story I in the world. I refuse to me. comprehend it because I'm like, is there never going to be more? Or no, are we that, just short for a while? No, there's never going to be more. That's insanely exactly. scary. Yeah. It's like this, Think like about people, it. once that happens, aren't we done? We I don't done. know. We are do, we're, we're, we're done next? with fun balloons. We're done, we're done with that. Party cities are closed now because they can't fill up. We're going to have to figure out something else to put in balloons. Is that why they're closing down? Well, I don't think, I think there's more to it than that, but they're going to. They can't sell other things. Confetti. People need that. I think pinata is going to become big, you know, <laughs> outside of like the just Latino community. I think they should become big. That's amazing. Like a pinata sitting there like, finally have my chance. <laughs> right. You have some Superman pinata oh. that's finally ready. But I, if you, if you do do a pinata at your party, maybe you're going to have a party this summer. I don't know. Uh, you got to yeah. fill it with decent candy. Uh, a lot of them are filled with like shit candy. Candy, and then you go through, you, oh, know, yeah. you go through so much to beat it open. And you don't it, want a butterscotch falling no. out. You want like a, and it's a starlight mint that I can get in the back of any fucking Uber. Now, do they melt though? Is that why it's hard? Like, can you put a Snickers in a pinata? That's actually, or does it you know, come I out never melted? thought about that. That might be the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they just put hard Maybe candy. Maybe just put money in a pinata and then go down the street by some candy. Even Smarties would work. I don't, they don't, they don't melt. Oh, that's good. Or like a Twizzler. A Twizzler. Gummies. Smarties, Maybe just stick yeah, to gummies. Something like that. Or like little mini bottles of uh, vodka or something. I like to uh, end. Not for kids. I like to end this uh, end this with a lesson, and uh-huh. I think we just did it. I think we figured out the whole pinata problem. I almost just choked in my coffee. Don't. <laughs> anyway, everybody, that's love Jen you. Kirkman. We had a little. Uh, we had a guest sitting in with us today. Really fun. We'd love to have you. Go see us live. Oh, JenKirkman.com and Franjola.com and and Alex Khan is not funny on Instagram. Chat up with him. Um, and uh, and my Instagram. Follow my Instagram. I'm like. I'm like 50 away from 30,000. I need it. You are so funny on Instagram too. You do I your know, makeup I, tutorials. I, I, I you used really to, yeah, give I used people to do, a show. I, you know, but I stopped doing it because, you know, people weren't following me. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to, I was working hard on that. Thing. I have to get back into it. I will. They're I'll coming. Try. And then, and then go review this podcast. 750 people have already given us five stars. So we need more. Rate, go like, and it. subscribe guys. Read, yeah. like, subscribe, all that stuff you got to do to get this thing going. And we're all having fun. And thanks for sitting in with us. I hope you enjoyed this one. We stayed a lot on the news and everybody had a good time. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.